Christmas to all of you. It's me, it's Santa. Here it is, Santa the old fucker. Santa the old fucker. Just had a shave, shaved off the beard, done with the shit. Still Christmas, but you know, welcome to the podcast. Great start, full of gibberish, chugged the coffee, good to go. Where shall we go? Nobody knows. The mouth opens and words just spill out. They puke out. Down the microphone, into the laptop. And into your ears, missing a step. But you know, we're on podcast 111, 111. Jesus, handy I can count. 111. Final podcast 2018. Wow, that means nothing, huh? That means nothing at all, but there we go. I had an Uber driver yesterday. Oh, it's me, Marquez. Well done. Random podcast. My Uber driver was like, uh, he was way too excited. And he was like, oh, are you ready for 2019? That was kind of his voice, too. He was weird. He was like, sounded Swedish, but maybe American, too. I don't know. You ready and excited for 2019? My axes really do sound like they're on the, ses- on the Sesame Street. They're on the Facebook and the Sesame Street. I was going to say the Muppets. What's the difference between the Muppets and Sesame Street? There's a question that I should Google, but I'm not Googling. It's going to be one of those non-Googling podcasts. We can figure it out with our words. The Muppets is the Muppets. The Muppets. Are they the adult Kermits? I don't even know. Sesame Street. The Muppets live there. Who knows? Should Google it. Be a bit more informative. But, you know, we just don't know. It's just keep talking. So Uber driver was, are you excited for 2019? And I was like, are you on the Muppets? No, and I just said, no. And he just looked at me in the rear view mirror. And he was not happy with that answer. And he just turned up the music. He just turned up the music as his way of saying to me, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself there now in the back seat. You're too cool. To answer my question about 2019, my generic question. You ready for 2019? Who gives a fuck? When is it? Tomorrow? Two days' time? No, I'm not ready for two days' time. <coughs> is 2019 going to be your year? I've yet to see someone write that and not thought, no. 2019 is going to be my year. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's definitely not. You're going to get off in a bad start. You're going to buy a new moleskin. This happens to me. This is when I realize maybe they, they, no year is my year. I bought a moleskin, one of those diaries you write in, daily daily planner. And I did the 1st of January, and I misspelled January. I did an R or an A before U, and it was too late. It was in permanent ink on the first page. Really messed up the year. <laughs> Haven't had a good year since... You ready for 2019? No. Go fuck yourself. I had another Uber driver the other day. I got in. <coughs> I was drinking coffee. And uh, he was just blown away with the smell of coffee. Oh, wow. That smells amazing. That smells so good. So good. That smells so good. Ah, bro. That smells so good. Like he'd never smelled coffee or something before. I was like, all right, and you're driving, and then he kind of half pulled in, just to tell me again, bro, that coffee smells amazing. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Can we just giddy up? Can we just drive on, drive on like two horses? You're in the front, and I'm in the back. It's a two-horse car. Go. He's like, uh, can I have a taste of your coffee? It smells so good. And I said, no, you can't have a taste of coffee. And he said, why? And I just said, no. I should have said, I don't want to get herpes from you. Imagine that's how you got herpes. What a disappointing way. Do you have to say, how did you get herpes? You were in some dirty sex orgy, were you? Were you in a dirty orgy and you didn't ask someone and some fucker gave you herpes? Is that what happened? Is that what happened? Tell me how you got the herpes. You have to be like, nah, that's a fucking Uber driver. Loved my coffee. (laughs) 
He was in love with the coffee. He kept fucking going on about the coffee. Coffee this and coffee that. And give us a suck of the coffee, bro. That'd be a disappointing herpes tale. What's your herpes origin story? Write in. Let me know. So I said no. And he took off again. And he was like, really? And I said, yeah, you can't have some of my coffee. I didn't even have a Linda coffee. That's how annoying it was, too. I was like, yeah, you're not having any of this coffee. And then he pulled in. He said, bro, don't make this weird. And I said, yeah, I don't think I'm the one making it weird. You are the one asking me for my coffee in the back of the Uber. You ready for 2019? No. I got herpes last week off another Uber driver. You're all a bunch of fucking dirty bastards, you pricks, you whores. You're ready for 2019. I am not. So anyway, Merry Christmas. I think 2019 is going to be the year I start singing during sex. I was thinking that. It's weird that. Um, like dirty talk. Oh, dear. oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's how good I am at dirty talk. Oh, baby. Do my karma advice. Oh, baby, baby, baby. With my accent, people be like, that's all I hear during dirty talk. I'd be like, oh, let me let me fondle your cleavage. I'd go old, old-fashioned dirty talk. Let me fondle the cleavage. Can I fondle the cleavage? Oh, your cleavage is so nice. <laughs> That'd be funny if you didn't know what to do. I don't think Irish dudes know what to do. They're like, huh, go on, go on there now. Go on, sir. Go on, go on, go on. Good girl. Go on, up you go there now. Up them steps. Go on, go on, go on. <coughs> up you go there now. Go on, sir. Go on. Where are you going? Get up them steps. Up we go now. Get up. Hey, oh, there we Oh, Jesus, no. Hang on, you're gone too too many steps. You've gone up too many te- too many steps now. You've gone up too many steps. Come back down four steps. Oh Jesus, no! There we go. Oh, okay, okay. Now we're dancing. Oh, I took a misstep. I fell, and now it's over. That's Irish dirty talk. I fell, and now it's over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jesus, the shame. I must say a prayer. I'll pray to Jesus. It's his, it's, his, uh, it's his birthday and all. It's Christmas, Christmas time, sex, the horniest time of year, Christmas. I realized it's like my uh, losing my virginity anniversary. It's the anniversary. Christmas. I can't tell what, if it was the day after Christmas. So we missed it by a few days. Or it might have been today. Was it the day before the New Year's Eve? It's not New Year's it's New Year's Eve, not New Year's Steve. Isn't that what they say? But I was just reading one of my books. That's what I like to do. I like to read. I like to wake up in the morning and I put on one of my own podcasts. I listen to that and I let my voice, drown out the voice in my head by listening to my own voice. Then I'll go on YouTube and I'll watch uh, some short I did or maybe I'll watch some stand-up clips of myself. And then I like to um, read some poems I wrote about myself. I'll read some articles I wrote about myself uh, just, you know, to get myself in a good state of mind for the day and then I'll pick up one of my books that I wrote about myself and I'll read a chapter and I'll say, well, this, this character is, uh, is immense, one of the greatest characters known in literature ever and uh, then in the evening I like to retire by doing a self-portrait with watercolour, water paint I'm painting some Pictures of myself, self. Imagine how narcissistic. Although I, wrote, I was thinking that I wrote a book, so I can't. I wrote three, four. I just haven't finished one, so I can't say that. But you know those old Renaissance. I just mean like, are they gonna paint myself? Really? Yeah, I just gonna sit and look in the mirror and paint myself. Imagine how many wanks they must have had when they were doing that. Because if, let's just say, if you're writing a book, you've got a lot of time on your own. A lot of time. What happens? Writing is just what you do between wanks. 
that's what they say, isn't it, in the old Bible? I think that's what they say in the Bible. Frightens what happens between wanks. Um, yeah, but you're just like, oh, look at you in the mirror. Jeez, they must have loved themselves. I couldn't look in the mirror for that long. I'd look at the wall and think thoughts about myself, but I couldn't look in the mirror. I'd just be like, ah, look at the fucking, look at the head on you. Look at the stare of you, you dirty fuck. What's, what are you doing with your chin? Smile, you're looking in the mirror. What's that? Is that your attempt of a smile? Jesus, what's up with your hair? Comb it, cut it, let it grow. Do something. Do something, but not this. That's advice people give me all the time. I don't know what it is, but something has to change. You're just like, I what, what should I change? You'd be like, I don't know, but you know what? Something has to change. Something has to change. And you're like, okay, what should I change? You got to change your look. Okay, what should I change it to? I don't know. I just know you got to change it. Um, you got to change your, your approach. All right, what, what, what do you think I should do? I don't know, I just know you have to change it. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, okay, so you just you just gave me one half of advice. You just told me what I'm doing shit. Didn't say how to make it better. You just said it's not good. Sound, sound. Um, what the f... Oh, yeah, so anyway. Let's, get, let's move on from the Renaissance painting masturbation. The uh, RPM, as they call it. Renaissance painting masturbation, the RPM. The RPM. Love a bit of RPM. But anyway, I realized that I lost my virginity around Christmas time. All those years ago. All those many moons ago. The Christmas, what a Christmas tale. Me in a puddle of mud. Making love to a, to a woman as a young boy. As a young 15-year-old boy. Making love to an older woman in a puddle of mud. And I was wearing white jeans. And I was wearing a black polo neck, turtleneck top. And it was a Christmas party at my house. And I was grounded. And when my buddy phoned me up and he said, That girl, Niamh, wants to meet you. And I thought for a kiss. So I said, okay. And then... I realized, oh, I gotta be back before it's um, before it's dark because I'm grounded. I think that was the year that I was grounded the whole year. I just kept doing repeat offenses, repeat off, not repeat, but new offenses. I'd do one thing and I'd get grounded for months. And then I'd do another thing just as I broke my lease, got out of the grounding, I'd do something bad again and then I'd be back in it, back in the grounding, down in the ground. They'd stick me in the ground metaphorically and then I'd uh, do something new I can't remember did I steal charity money from the Deaf Association <laughs> potentially did I pretend I was working and go out to town and get drunk potentially too potentially was I caught doing all this back to back to back I was but then this girl wanted to meet up and I think she was 18 and I was 15 so you know the older woman you don't get that chance often and I said to my friend John alright I'll come quickly I'll come for what I thought was a quick kiss and lo and behold it wasn't he drove me to where her and her friend were and we walked down a grassy knoll a grassy man named Noel we walked down him and we went behind into like a little field woods area behind houses up against the wall and standing in a puddle of mud. And it started to rain and I was upset that my hair that I had spent an hour combing and spiking meticulously was going to get ruined. And I had to be back before sundown. And it was a Christmas party that night in my house. All my relations were going to be coming over. Um, started getting down to business as they say business you know kissing is a business it's a business trade it on the stock exchange it's a business just like love making that's the business too I like to treat every uh, love making transaction like a business 
Great customer service, actually. Probably not great. Great until the item has been sold and then they disappear straight after it. Gone, you're like, wait, the guy I was talking to was just here. And you're like, ah, that window's closed now. Now that the transaction, I like to give a receipt after love making and kiss making. I'd say, here's your receipt. Uh, but there's no refunds and uh, no exchanges. And uh, there is no receipt, actually. It's all, there's no, trend. this is the back. Actually, my, my love making is more like you bought something dubious off the back of a van. You're like, hmm, there's no receipts, huh? And you're like, nah, you just take, you buy as is. Slightly used, definitely worn. Here you go. The minute I get the transaction, you know, you won't see me in my van. I'll be off. I'll be off into the night. That's my kind of love making business. Like I'm selling uh, selling stolen gates out of the back of a van. And that no, that to me, that's the height of romance. Selling gates out of the back of a van. Do you want a gate? Oh, I do. Intriguing. I've never bought a gate from the back of a van. Well, you're in luck. You're in luck. And I've got that little glint in the eye. You're like, oh, I could I could, I could, make him into a legit businessman. You'll think as the woman approaching the van, I could, I could see this guy. He's got potential. Him and his van have potential. They're potential. I could mold him. I could make him a proper businessman. I could. He'll set him up in a in an actual shop. He doesn't have to be driving around like a pikey. I can see potential. And I'll be like, ah, sure, Jesus. And you'll be like, ah, he's got an accent. I wonder what that sounds like during Dirty Talk. I just remember I was meant to be talking about dirty singing, but now we're on to the business of lovemaking. And I'm going to buy a... Okay, he's convinced me. I'm going to buy a gate from the back of the van. And the gate is bought, and then you'll never see the van again. And you'll be like, ah, fucker, he tricked me. He fooled me into thinking that the gate was, there was more than a gate, but no, it's just the gate that I have. He didn't even give me a receipt. The bastard, the dirty bastard. And then after sex, all the par- sex to me is like eating McDonald's before you're like, ah, this, this is going to be nice. This is a good idea. And afterwards, you're like, uh, I regret that. Feel kind of sick. Uh, still hungry. Did not leave me satisfied or fulfilled. Will I do it again? Probably in a week moment, but not now. Not now. I'm going to make a home-cooked meal. I'm going to phone up the boring stew. <laughs> Fuck that guy in the back of the van. No more of that malarkey for me. I'm going to stick with stew. I know Stu. Stu gives me everything I need. Sure, he's bald and pudgy. And he's very boring. But, you know, he's an accountant and he's stable. That's what I want. I want stability. I don't want no fucking gate seller. I want stability. Oh, but I remember how those gates rattled as he opened the back of his white van. Oh, me lines are burning. And then they come back. That's the kind of business I run anyway, in case you're wondering, well, how, what's your lovemaking business like? There you go. Five stars on Yelp. Wrote all those reviews myself. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if you could do a Yelp for sex reviews. Huh. And then they're all just like, ah, best, best sex ever. This isn't Mark. Oh, yeah, so anyway, back to the Christmas tale. Because this is what it's all about, Christmas, telling stories about losing virginity. So we're getting down to the love-making business. Well, first we were doing the kissing business. And uh, things were going well, you know. The Got the initial kiss. Firm start, firm start. I got in there and I, I started kissing. My eyes were open, but, you know, after 20 to 30, maybe 45 seconds... She said, what are you doing? And I said, oh, sorry. And I closed them slowly. And I actually put my hands over my eyelids to make it look romantic. And I slowly draped them down like I was closing the curtains. Closing my face curtains, as they say. And then uh, we got down to the good stuff. My eyes were closed. So now I could have been thinking about anyone. That's what she didn't know. That's what she didn't realize. Sure, it looked weird. But at least I had to be thinking of her. Now my eyes are closed. I could be thinking of anyone. Rachel from Friends, Cindy Crawford, anyone that's on Baywatch except David Hasselhoff. 
I could have been thinking of anyone. She really messed up there now. That was her first flaw, her first fault. She made me close my eyes, and that's always, uh, I was like, but I'm looking at you and the field behind you and the woods, all the trees. There's a cow. Oh, the cow is turning me on. Now I have a cow fetish. Who knew? So the eyes were closed. Next minute, put my hand on her boob. That was always an aggressive move. Her hand on my hand. Where is this going? Boob. Now where? Down below. The garden. The vegetable patch. The onion patch, as we call it in Ireland. The onion patch. Down to the onion patch. And you have a little... Oh, it's a bit... You, once you get past the, the wild bushes that Irish women have down there in the onion patches, they have a lot of wild bushes to keep men out, probably. So you're like, oh, jeez, i got to get through all of that to get to the good, to get to the good stuff, to get to the actual onion patch. Little do they know that in the onion patch there's a pleasure pond, and that's where the real fun is to be had. So you make your way through the bush, through the brambles, as they say, the thorns, and you're getting cut, but you make your way in, and you're like, all right, we're in there now. We're in there and we're dancing. We're in the pleasure pond. And um, down, she put the hand down. And then I was like, what's going on? And then I saw the time was ticking. The sun was setting. I said, I have to get out of here before dark. But she's giving me all signals to keep going. And then I just I just went and uh, the lovemaking business took over, you know. It was uh, handed down through the generations. Jesus started, I suppose, first man to make love. Everyone before Jesus was a miracle. No sex was had until Jesus. That's what I gather anyway from my reading of the Bible. Your reading of the Bible might be different from my reading of the Bible. But my interpretation is that um, every child before Jesus was an, an immaculate miracle. No sex was had. All these virgins just popping out babies. And then after Jesus, then Jesus started showing people how to have sex. That's my interpretation. And we have the new Bible now. Not the Old Testament, but the New Testament. Um, so, you know, thanks, Jesus. It's his birthday and whatnot. And uh, we were having sex after his b- day after his birthday or a couple of days after. You know, to celebrate, celebrate the big man up above for hooking it all up sound jesus so i'm down there and uh getting you know i'm uh i just did all the did all the stuff i i tit finger suck a tit went stupidly went to my knees i thought i had to uh i should pleasure this woman i should pleasure this woman i didn't know what the fuck was going on but i said you know i'm going to uh i'm going to pleasure this woman with my uh with my mouth God knows the kissing was blowing her away. And I did that. I was down there in my white white jeans, my new white jeans, Christmas clothes. I like to wear white jeans and a black turtleneck. Thought I was in a boy band or something. And um, probably Doc Martin shoes for some reason, big boots. Really, really uh, stylish young fella. Young boy. She was making love to a boy. I hope she knew that she was making love to a boy. This older woman really, really taught me the way. So then I'm on my knees and I'm like, ah, fuck the mud pants. And uh, I got the Christmas party to get back to, you know. It's a big tale. Um, The virgin Christmas tale, as they call it. Um, And, you know, I got to get back. But I had the pleasure of the woman. It wasn't just all about me. It was slightly about her, too. So I'm down there and then I, it's raining and, you know, she's just like, stop the fancy shit and just horse it into me. Which is what the Irish women would say when they were horny. They wouldn't want to do any fancy shit. Fancy shit would be pleasuring. They just want to stick, stick, stick the ponder pipe in, as we call it in Ireland, the ponder pipe. Ponder pipe. They want a ponder pipe in the pleasure pond. Stick it in there, she said. Stick it in there. And I said, stick it in? Are you sure? <laughs> sure you want me to stick it in? And she said, yeah, stick it in to me. Stick it in there now. Stick it in. I said, oh, just to make sure you want me to stick it in. Should I stick it in? She says, yeah, stick it in. Stick it in. Stick it in. She did a couple of different voice levels, tones, just to make sure that I knew that she was 100% certain that she wanted me to stick it in. Stick it in. Stick it in. So I stuck it in. <laughs> I stuck it in there and I stuck the ponder pipe in. I went, squelch, 
Because you know when you jump into a, into a pond with your muddy boots, there's going to be a squelch, and it stuck it in. And it was lovely stuck in. I stuck it in, and I was like, well, by Christ, Jesus Christ Almighty, Jesus Christ, I'm having sex on your birthday. Not on your birthday, but close enough. Jesus, I'd say, is like an L.A. girl. He'll have a birthday week. And, um, you know, not just a day for Jesus, but the whole week. So we were making love on the week of Jesus' birthday. Making love, you know, it was in. Stuck it in. Stick it in there now. Stick it in, she said. And I stuck it in there now. Stuck it right in. Then it was in. And then I didn't know what to do next. So I gave a few sticks and I gave a few heaps. Hoppity, hippity. And then I took it out and then I said, okay, I gotta go. I got to go. I got to go. And you know, that's how the lovemaking continued. And then I went back and my buddy said, what? What happened? And I said, ah, oh, we sh- stuck it in there. Sure, it stuck it. I'm a man now, lads. I'm a man. You're all boys, but I'm a man. They said, what? You've been gone like 10 minutes. And I said, I know. I did everything. I did everything. I did it all, guys. I did it all. They said, what? And I told them the whole trip. All the bases covered, and I stuck it in. And I gave trusts and stucks and stickity stucks. And then they were like, and did you did you disperse your knowledge? And I said, I did not. No knowledge came out of my ponder pipe. Is that part of sex? And they said, yes. You're meant to disperse knowledge uh, when you do sex. And I said, ah, oh, well, no. Just because I got a curfew, I have to go. And then I went home. And then my grand was walking into my house. And she said, hello. Hello, young boy. And I said, no, Granny, I'm a man now. I'm a man. Just made love to a woman. An elderly woman. She said, what? I didn't hear a word. She said, why are your knees so muddy? And I said, oh. Because I was having sex. I was having sex in mud, Nan. I was having sex in mud. That's the story, I suppose, the virgin Christmas story. And then people... She told people that oh he he didn't um he didn't uh, ejaculate, he didn't disperse his knowledge at all, he just stuck it in and stuck it around and twiddly winks and people started they started singing songs at me, they were mocking me, you know, they started singing Hey seven seconds away it's just as long, and I'll say, all right, I didn't have, I didn't make love to her for long, but I didn't orgasm. And you're you're implying that I, I came too soon. I didn't even come, lads. I didn't even come at all. Now what do you think your mocks? And they said, doesn't suit the narrative. We're going to keep mocking you, Mr. Seven Seconds. And that's how I became known as Mr. Seven Seconds in the school. Hey, Mr. Seven Seconds, walking down the corridors, and they'd be singing, Hey, Mr. Seven Seconds, away. And I'd scream at people, I didn't even come. Scream at, I didn't even come. I'd be in tears, there'd be priests and nuns around me saying, He's been possessed by the devil. He's screaming, I didn't even come. And they'd say, what do you mean, child? What do you mean? And I'd say, ah, Jesus, I was talking to Jesus. I didn't even come to your birthday party. And they'd say, ah, good man, good man, you're talking to Jesus, then it's cool. And I'd say, I didn't even come, didn't even come. And I was uh, locked up that year. They thought I was having a mental breakdown because I just kept screaming, I didn't even come. At no logical point, just screaming. That's that's the story of uh, the virgin story of Christmas. How do we get on to that? Some dirty talking, some sex singing. I'm gonna start singing during sex. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try humming next time I have sex. I'm gonna be like, best part about the humming during sex I feel is that my voice sounds like it's gonna crackle and break. And the girl's like, "What are you doing?" And I, I hum when I'm happy. I'm humming when I'm happy, and I'm happy now. So, <laughs> or maybe a little sex whistle. <laughs> That's gonna be. I'll do that. I'll do humming and whistling during uh, 
fellatios the college or in uh, blowjobs I believe is the word I'll be like <laughs> and she'll look up and she'll say what the fuck are you doing and I'll say oh I was rather happy what would do 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 that's what you want a little bit of whistling during the blowjob not too bad as they say in the parish not too bad at all and then I'll keep the singing for the sex. During sex, I'll be like, hey, seven seconds away. Hey, just as long as I stay. Hey. I'll reach high notes and I'll be, I'll be waiting. Imagine that now. Imagine me on top of you singing while having sex. Oh, the giblets. You must be turned on. Must be turned on, even if you're a man and you're a straight man, married and with kids, you must have been like, Oh, Jesus, Karen. That's your wife's name, Karen. I was listening to this podcast and oh, I felt an erection, I felt my penis spiraling upward when I heard him singing and the thought of having sex while he was singing to me, Karen. My life, am I gay? Am I a homosexual, Karen? What's happening? I got to leave you and the kids. I realize from his scenario, I'm a homosexual. I want him inside me singing. I want this man inside me singing, Karen. I'm throwing away my life. No longer. Go back to a boring stew. He was the man you should have been with the whole time. Boring stew. And stew, who has been your best friend for 27 years, says, I'll do it, Karen. I'll step in and take care of you and the family. And you'll be like, Christ on a shtick. Come on, so do stick it into me. And your husband will fly to L.A. And he'll corner me after the comedy show. And he'll say, you won't believe while I'm here. And I'll say, you didn't leave Karen for this. And he'll say, just stick it into me and sing to me, baby. And I'll say, I can't do that. <laughs> You shouldn't have came here. Enjoy the show and all the best. So, you know, make sure you're making the right call before you leave your wife. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Sure, take a chance, but also make it a calculated risk. Don't just jump in willy-nilly. No one likes a bit of willy in the nilly. So anyway, it's time to start the podcast, I suppose, with uh, what's on our first. Because God only knows what we've been talking about so far. Just as long as I stay, I'll be waiting. Horny time, Christmas. Here's the, here's the true fact. If someone you have know texts you on Christmas saying, Merry Christmas, they want to sleep with you. Just so you know, and you can be like, Jesus, that's why Stu's been texting me. Merry Christmas every day. He's just been basically screaming, I want to sleep with you, Karen. Correct. Correct, Amundo. That's a fact. Getting texts off random people. Because they want to sleep with you. Just so you know, there's the, f- there's the truth. Now you know, I said that on Instagram, and even today a guy was like, Ah, I sent this girl that I always thought was my friend a Merry Christmas text, and it was the only girl that I sent a text to. And now, after reading this, I was honest with myself. And really, I also want to fuck her. <laughs> That's what he said about maybe the, the, the love of his life. Reached out to a stranger, and he said, I thought she was just a friend, but now I see. He could have said, now I see I have extra feelings for her but no he said now I see I really want to fuck her I'm gonna send another Merry Christmas text so that's nice you know my gibberish brought out the honesty on someone he reached out and he said should I send a text and I said ah sure send away sure it literally has no impact on me <laughs> whatsoever so send away send away rule of friendship send away Away in the manger, a little boy sleeps. It's got to be my Christmas love-making song. Silent night, oh, holy. That's my we're having sex up against the wall song. All is calm, 
all is bright round young you're probably wearing earplugs to drone to drown me out mother and child and then you're like oh christ i better come before he starts going for the high notes but it's too late because now i'm singing sleep in heavenly that's me that's me having an orgasm while singing in heavenly peace oh god all right see you later there's the gate away you go some high-end lovemaking. High-end lovemaking. We're in the high-end of lovemaking business. But with low, cheap prices. January sales coming up. January sales. The high, the lows. What the, oh, I, can, I can barely walk, people. I hurt myself. I was on the treadmill the other day. I went to San Fran for like a week. No, not even a week. Five. No, like six days maybe. For Christmas. Up my cousin. Great time. Great time, my cousin, his wife, their little son, who's my second cousin, I believe. I was working out the logistics. My second cousin, he's like four, maybe. I realized I'm as demanding as a four-year-old. I need the same attention. Listen to me. No, I'm also talking. We are in battle of wits. I was trying to tell jokes and stories, and he was jumping in, and I had to jump back in, and it was a real battle of attrition. The War of the Roses, me and my little cousin. And, you know, we both won, but I lost, and he won mostly. But, you know, it was a fun time. Great time, Christmas. My big San Fran is unreal. I'm always either, I'm always either hot and cold at the same time up there. It's like, oh, I'm cold, but I'm hot. I'm hot, but I'm cold. Take off, put on. What are we doing? <laughs> Don't know. I can't dress appropriately. Bought a load of clothes over Christmas. They came. Didn't like them. Returned a lot of them. Too big, too small, too tight, too wide. Don't know what's going on. I don't think my body knows how to wear clothes. I think that's something I have to realize. And I I think I wrote that on Twitter. And I think people liked it. They thought that I just like to be naked. That's not what I meant. I meant that my body doesn't know how to be a close horse it's like uh i'm wearing why are my shoulders popping out of my sweatshirt should my posture's bad should my neck be forward should it be back shoulders up but now it is this a natural pose or are they drooping down what to do i don't know just fucking can't wear clothes so that's kind of nice should i be putting my chin up eat oh jesus having some savage Christmas dinners. Christmas dinner is unreal. That's why I like celebrating Jesus' birth month week. Christmas dinners. Leftovers. Oh, baby. Oh, better. Oh, better. Stick it into me. Stick it in. Stick that gravy in with me too, please. And then I came back. I'm trying to take you into happiness, I'm trying. Not really. Strolling around. A lot of boozing. A lot of boozing for the lads. Boozing with the cousin. Doing a little pub crawl. Boozing for the boys. Then I came back and I've been gigging like a whore. Oh, and then I was like, oh, I can't wait to go to the gym. And I went to the gym yesterday. And I came back Thursday. And then, no, I went to the gym Friday. And then I had two gigs after, and I said, I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to run and sweat it out. Went to the gym, went up in the treadmill. And sometimes, do you know when a treadmill runs bare, the belt? So that happened. So there was a part of it. I just started sprinting on it. And the bare part kind of skipped under my feet like it was ice, and I, like, slipped and fell. Going full tilt, so that was nice. Full, full tilt highest speed on the fucking treadmill 10 whatever it was beaten along and I was beaten slip fell fell something rip in my leg oh my calf oh I strained it did I strain it or sprain it or tear it or god only knows this shooting pain going through my body and I was like well this is embarrassing so I just got off and I hobbled and I hobbled and I hobbled out there as quick as I could 
so that no one could see and be like, that's the fucker that fell on the treadmill. Then I hobbled home. I was walking. It was so annoying walking home. There's people in front of me. I just went screaming, get the fuck out of my way. I'm hobbling. I had to go to the shop because I had no food. I still haven't bought food. And there was like an old woman in front of me going slow, just doing her own thing. But, you know, I was like, ah, I want to scream. That's how I do. I was frustrated. And then I had to go to a comedy show and then I had to do another gig after. And I was in severe pain. My poor leg. It's in bits. And I think it was uh, punishment because my cousin was telling me he was walking. And his knee just went on him from walking and I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, just walking. And he was like, yeah. And he just ran him half a marathon and he was like, I did that fine. And then I'm just walking, walking across the room, my knee goes. <laughs> Oh, I laughed. I laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. And now I think I the treadmill, the treadmill, broken, faulty machine. It was like I was running on wet ice, skidded along, slipped, fell. Maybe I'll go back and sue them. That's the American dream, to go sue a big corporation. Sue them all. Now I'm hot and I'm cold. Now I can't walk. I'm hobbling around. Hobbling around. Like my in in a, a more more demanding than my four-year-old cousin. That's me, guys. I'm a demanding little boy. I'd say if you wanted to know what if you're a girl and want to know what it's like having a child, just date a man in LA. <laughs> date a man. And you'll be like, oh, I don't know if I can hack this. I don't know, he keeps fucking talking about himself. He keeps, he keeps, he won't shut up. Why won't he shut up? That's how I realize, Here, here's a little tip, fellas. If you're on a date with a girl, here's how you surprise her. Surprise her, shock. Ask her a question about herself. And then listen to the answer. And she'll be like, whoa, we've been on a date for one hour and 44 minutes. And now I get to talk. What the hell? This is one of the good guys. He asked a question about me. He said, and how was your Christmas? Because he had to sneeze. And he needed someone else to speak momentarily. Wow, he's one of the good guys, huh? That's how you surprise them. Just ask them a question about themselves. How was your Christmas? And they'll be like, what the fuck? Did he just ask me a question? Oh, make love to me. Make love to me in a puddle of mud. Make love. Sorry, Stu, I found a new man. He asked a question. He asked me a question. Oh, make love to me. Sure, he's limping. He's a true gimp. Oh, he's, look at this true gimp. Oh, he's injured. Oh, I want to take care of him. I want him as my son. But my boyfriend, I want to date this gimpy man. Who's this gimp? Oh, this gimp. The clothes, he can't even wear clothes. What the fuck is wrong with him? I gotta figure it out and fix it. Oh, I'm gonna waste, I'm gonna waste some months on this guy. Oh, because he asked me a question. Oh, that hit me in the lines. That hit me in the lines. He's wearing crutches. I feel like crutches are like, if you go to a bar, if you're a dude and you go to a bar on crutches, I'm sure it's the same for girls. It's like bringing a puppy to the bar. For the amount of women. I remember having crutches before. And I was like what's going on. All these women were just like. Their nurturing side came out. They're like oh let's make some room. I can't remember in Cork. Back in Ireland. Back in good old Cork. Like this girl. There was a group of them. A group of five. Maybe they were like the hottest group. And I knew one of them. And I was on crutches. And then they were all. Uh trying to help me, buying me drink, dropping me home, giving me their numbers, making love and onion, wet grass, onion patches, all because of the crutches. Be like, but if you brought a puppy to the bear, they'd be like, why are you bringing a puppy to the bear? It's very cute. It's very cute. Love the puppy. But why is it in the bear? Well, that's what it's like with crutches. Oh, poor, poor you, poor you. Poor you, poor you. Help him. Help the men with crutches. Greatest wingman. If you ever gone out on your own, lads, and you're um, you're looking for a wingman, there you go. No need to be hanging around with some idiot 
especially in LA, I feel like in LA you just become friends with people at the start just because they're there. They're there, you're there, you're like, all right. You think, ah, is this guy smart? Here's how you become an intellect in LA. You smoke some weed and you say stuff like, ah, the universe is huge. And then people are going to be like, oh, that's deep. The universe, oh, I never thought about that. The universe is huge, huh? I only thought about my studio apartment. I didn't realize there's a universe out there. Wow, this guy's deep. What else has he to say? That's how you become known as a smart person in LA. Just say stuff like that. Yeah, man. The sun sets and it rises. It's a new dawn, a new day every day. You're like, oh, God, God, this guy's fucking breaking boundaries, breaking barriers. He's talking about. He's talking about um. He's talking about uh. He's talking about singing during sex. Who does this? Who sings during sex? It's incredible. What song will I? B- I remember one time there was a girl told me about some guy she was friends with or something. Was in a band, and then. She told me the band, and I was started humming the song during sex. When will I, will I be famous? I can't answer that. I can't answer that. It's a catchy song, you know. You never know when you're going to start humming. Start humming during a blowjob. Oh, you're good to go. You and the girl. Oh, you'll be, you'll be having fun. You'll be having fun. Little hum, little hum. Little hum. I rise too. Do you know when you um speaking of music and sex singing? Do you know when your car is kind of broken and you're driving along and it's making these weird noises and you're like, ah, oh, this doesn't sound good. So you turn on the radio and you pump up the music till you can't hear any noise. Then you're like, ah, oh, okay, let's drown that up. Let's forget about that bad stuff now. Let's keep on riding on. Let's drive it on. That's what I feel like I do and many dudes do during sex. They're like, oh, these noises, these don't sound great. These aren't pleasurable noises, are they? Let's put on some music. We don't want to be listening to our bodies beating off each other and kind of sighs and moans of disappointment. Let me put on a Spotify playlist. Here we go. New music. Oh, what's that? The first song in this random playlist, that's your ex. Now you're sad because they're playing a song about your ex. You miss him. Hmm. Well, this went well. It's a very musical and sexual podcast. And I think I'm going to do these every Sunday from now on. I like them on a Sunday. Sunday sermon. Why go to Mass when you can come here? Donate. That's how you got to go, actually. All right, that's it, that's it. We've we've covered enough weird ground for today. It's Christmas. Don't forget, it stops being Christmas. January 6th, is it? Little Women's Christmas in Ireland. When the women got to go out and have fun in the pubs and the men would stay at home and mind the children and do the chores one night of the year, the Women's Little Christmas, the 6th of January. That's when Christmas is over, and it's not over yet. So... Um, fuck anyone who says it is. It's Jesus's crisp birthday month, birthday week. Jesus is just like LA women. The birthday week, birthday week. Uh, don't forget it's New Year's Eve, not New Year's Steve coming up. Sorry about that. And then let's finish with um, sex poems. I got a request saying, can you make broccoli sexy? And a girl Venmoed me money. And you know, that's the way to make me do more stuff. Uh, Venmo me money. Marquez, the number one after it. Marquez one. And then that's when you get your wish and your desire. So here's the sex poem. Oh, people are telling me, you got to be into the sex poems. Well, I'm reading them out loud for the first time. And I'm not going to read them and then read them again. That is called a job. This is called just doing shit. Here we go. Nope. Sex poem. Then we're done. Then we're done. Final one of the year. This one's called Yoga Pants. 
I'm in my Uber on the way back from LAX. You text me a fall of your ass in your new yoga pants. Do you like, you ask? Yes, I fucking do. The Uber driver asks if I'm ready for 2019. No, I tell him. He looks at me and turns up the radio. Malibu's burning. It's sad. Everyone is sad. Your ass photo just turned me on, though. Show me without the pants, I tell you. You show me. Fuck. Your ass is amazing. Those cheeks, I want to bite them. Be waiting in the kitchen, I text you. Okay. You're a good girl. I get back to the apartment and open the door. You're in the kitchen wearing just a black thong, cutting food. You look over your shoulder at me. You're back and ass have me hard already. Try some broccoli, you tell me, popping some in my mouth. Pretty good. You eat a bit and turn around. You run a piece of broccoli down your body, slowly along your neck and between your boobs, then along your hard nipples. Jesus Christ, why is this broccoli turning me on? I take it and eat it, then pull you to me. Hi, you say, smiling your beautiful smile. We kiss as I lift you onto the kitchen counter. You undo my pants as I feel your wet thong. You're soaking, I like it. I pull your thong down your legs as you put them on my shoulders. Fuck, your pussy looks amazing. Pink and wet and tight. I want to taste it. I kiss your smooth legs and slowly spread them apart. Running my kisses along your thighs. You lean back as my mouth touches your wet lips. My tongue teasing them open, then sliding inside. I love hearing you moan. You taste so fucking good. Uh, so fucking sweet. I run my tongue along your clit and slowly lick over and back. You grab my hair and get wetter in my mouth. Your ass is grinding up and down on my kitchen counter as my tongue teases and tastes you. I slide inside your wet lips, then rub it, run it back over your clit. Oh, it's tiring reading out loud. But yeah, well, keep it going, keep it going, keep the, keep the, uh, the sexual tension high. I feel you coming as you grab my head and moan loud for me. Fuck, you taste amazing. We kiss as I lift you up and wrap your legs around me. I carry you to the bed and flop you on it. I get on top and pin you down. You look at me while stroking my hard cock. Your eyes are beautiful. You slide me inside and I groan and groan as I fill you up. Jesus, you're unreal. You feel so good on my cock, your wet pussy dripping down my balls. I squeeze your neck as I go deeper. You tilt your head and arch your back as I lift your ass up. You're so fucking wet. I love it. You start sucking my fingers as I fuck you. I want to feel your body on me. I flip you over as you climb on top. You look beautiful. Rubbing your boobs and riding my cock. I spank your ass as you grind faster and harder. I'm coming, you moan. Grinding hard and holding on to me. I grab your ass and fuck you deeper. Coming hard inside you. I come deep inside you again as I pull you closer to me. Kissing your wet lips. I stay hard as you slowly grind on my cock. Breathing deep on me. You lie in me. Then roll over and smile. Malibu is burning. It's sad. But that was hot. Good old broccoli. There we have a lovely poem. A lovely poem to end the day. Always great over Christmas talking to my relations, some of them about sex poems. So that's fun, talking to family, uh, Irish family who would never talk about sex, talking about sex poems. Some dirty smut, as they call it. Some erotic smut. So there we go. Merry Christmas. If you're a girl that I want to have sex with, that was just for you. Merry Christmas. Haven't seen you in a while. Merry Christmas. And uh, Happy New Year. And uh, are you ready for 2019? No. But, you know, there we go. All right. Goodbye. Hit me up on Instagram if you want to hear more. Jibber at the Marquez. Twitter at Trickadoo. Um, Snapchat at Trickadoo. Go read my books. Random, random, and pre-dumb. And that's about it. All right. Go on. Good luck. Good luck. Merry Christmas, Jesus. Good luck. Does that mean what the fuck, Jesus? Good luck. 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 Good luck.